All right, welcome to Against All Odds, part of the Extra Points Podcast Network. Cousin Sal coming to you with heel producer Jim Cunningham and my wizards of wagering, my gurus of gambling, my barons of betting, my overlords of the odds, the degenerate trifecta, Brother Bry, Darren the Parlay Kid, and Harry. What is going on, fellas? What's going on, Sal? Hey, Sal. What's going on, buddy? Well, I want to wish you all a happy Bobby Bonilla Day. We made it to July. July 1st. Somehow there's still basketball going on. There must have been some crazy virus or something to push the seasons and it took out people, took out half the league. I don't know what happened. But anyway, usually reserved for baseball July 1st. Bobby Bonilla Day. This is the day we celebrate the Mets are still paying this guy they said goodbye to 20 years ago. Uh, they pay him $1.19 million and they're going to do so until 2035. They put out something yesterday saying... Big announcement tomorrow, and Bobby Bonilla, it was like a gif of him hitting, and I was like, oh my God, this is over with. They're going to pay him out, but nope, not so fast. He just announced that he read an ad, still read on an ad, that their city field is renting out a suite for anyone who wants to take it for a night. It's like an Airbnb uh, collusion. I don't know. I don't know what's going on here. It seems kind of cool, but not the news we had waited for. Uh, Parley Kid, what do you think of Bobby Bonilla Day? I mean, it's, it's just another reason to laugh at the Mets, and we'll laugh at your Yankees in a second. But oh, good for Bobby Bonilla. Uh, I think yeah. the Islanders have something very similar with Rick DiPietro, who I think they're still yeah. paying off his contract. So, um, uh, very wise move on Bonilla's part. Uh, I'm surprised like they haven't tried to work out just like let's try to give this guy one lump sum and get out of here. But I don't think he'd take yeah. it, I guess. So I, I guess uh, he it, wouldn't. It's it's good to know your limitations, right? Like Harry, this would be good for you. Spread out a salary over years. Although you're, 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 you spend like $8 on hotels and stuff. So I guess it wouldn't matter too much. <laughs> well, look, it's basically, he's won the lottery like 20 straight years, 20 straight years. Yeah. You could say he wins the lottery on uh, July 1st. Amazing. I can't make fun of this because it's actually a good deal for the Mets. If you break down the numbers, Bri, you're in finance, but it works out for the Mets. And also it allowed them to get David Wright in a weird sure. way along the way. So I uh, only want to make fun of the fact it's that he's like, not on uh, the roster. But, but Harry, it's kind of like Ken paying Harry for the last 20 years, right? Yeah, no? that's true. Yeah, well, like, really, Brian's in finance. The company he works for has uh, changed uh, partners like three times in the last 10 years. So. The hell does that mean? That's good. All right. That's finance. All know. right. Uh, let's talk about something we could all rejoice. Oh, no. We have the Yankees uh, fans here. Brother Brian, the parley kid. Wow, what a meltdown. They're winning 7-3 and then 8-4. They knock Otani out of the box, right? That was a big thing, right? So they gives up seven. By the way, two teams scored seven in the first yesterday. Cubs and Yankees both lost. Mm. wonder if mm. that's happened before. Uh, but anyway, you know, everyone big fan declares their team dead a few times in the year. I feel like the Yankees, maybe fans had two of those moments when you lost, you got swept by the Red Sox and, uh, but God, last swept night, by the Red Sox again. Chapman, yeah, he mm. slept again, but the second time, <laughs> but Chapman, Chapman giving up that grand slam and then them not being able to get an out after that and losing to the Angels. Parley kid, I know it's a long season, eight and a half out, five and a half behind the wild card. Good Lord. Are you guys sellers at this point, July 1st? Absolutely should be sellers. Uh, I think mm -hmm. every Yankees fan would agree with that. I did hear, though, they picked up the great Tim LaCastro from the Diamondbacks today. It also, Jim Cunningham, an Ithaca graduate, by the way. Oh. Yeah, played, baseball, at, played baseball at Ithaca. Um, nice. Which, yeah, it's just another, you know, uh, right-handed bat hitting 181. So, um, <laughs> uh, what a pickup. What a pickup. We're back. I don't know what to say about this. I mean, it is 
You want to take Boone to, to task. I know you do, Brother Bri, but for God's sakes, Chapman should be able to get an out. I don't know what, what's going on with this team and, and, and the relief in general. My God. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I absolutely hate this team. I mean, I think I hate this team more than any other Yankee team I've ever rooted for, I feel mm, like. Really? But I, I even bet against them yesterday. I had no problem betting against them. Um, so it was a kind of a crazy win for me. But, uh, yeah, up 7-2 after 1, 8-4 in the ninth. I mean, it's obvious, it's obvious, right, at this point. Like, our, all our better pitchers were just using illegal substances at, at, yeah, some, point, maybe. at some point in time. So, Boy. Uh, yeah, I mean, that it has not been fun. But, look, we can, win, we can win 10 in a row at some point, I guess. But if this continues, I mean, for, for the next month, I mean, Boone's got to be gone. I'm just sick of listening to his post-game interviews. Cashman should be for sure, too. He should go. I mean, what if... What has he done? I mean, he's had some little good pickups here or there, but I mean, we had 2000, what, nine with him? Mm-hmm. 2009 was the last time we won. It's time for him to go, too. Spaghetti, you had a funny comment on a separate text chain about what Chapman might be using. Like, if, if it's not even the sticky yeah, stuff, right? I said what, if Gerald got caught with some stuff, like, then Chapman must have been using Gorilla Glue because he has been god awful yeah. since then. <laughs> Mm. <laughs> it is unbelievable. You, mm. I don't know what you do. You try to leave him. You want to build his confidence. You figure eight four is good enough lead or something. I don't know. You take him out. Joel, you were a big Yankee yeah. fan too. You're you're uh, upset they didn't take him. When's the right time to take Chapman out? Bases loaded. Uh, probably. Let's see. He walked one, two, three guys. I mean, I, I think uh, that's it's probably enough after the first guy but like let's let's make sure let's give him and walk the bases loaded and then give up the home run we we talked about like the most embarrassing things in sports the other day that's pretty embarrassing like walking the bases loaded giving up a grand slam oh now we're gonna pull you now, now we're gonna make you walk back to the dugout yeah that's true that's pretty bad hey our buddy uh diamond daniel kellison had he always does is every single day I have to give him credit. I don't know that this strategy might pay off this year. Actually, this year it has paid off. He bets the Red Sox every day, and he bets against the Yankees every day. And mm. so when they play each other, it's, he just freaking goes nuts. And it's uh, he's benefited uh, in a big way this year. But he had them at 10 to 1 odds down 7 to 3. Holy crap. Pretty wow. good. I almost think it should have been more. If you knock Otani out, now the best hitter in the lineup yeah. is out after yeah. the first inning, right? Great point. But, yeah, I don't know this sticky stuff. You have between Otani, what were we saying? Between Otani and Chapman, eleven runs in one inning. Oh, I, look, runs. I don't wow. think it's this. I don't. I wow. don't. This whole sticky stuff situation. No, I, I look. No, I. I think it's a factor. Oh, but okay. I'm pretty sure. I'd say ninety-five percent of the pitchers in the Major League Baseball were using it. I mean, I'm. I don't see how somebody wasn't using it or who wasn't using it. So Well, we try to get an edge as gamblers, and I think they've adjusted the over-unders about a half a run on a lot of these games mm. because now the umpires are checking. They make uh, yeah. everyone's TSA. Uh, they're there, checking There's been out. no hitting. There's been no hitting. Right. So they, Darren, they, Darren, they I, you know to, Darren, you know who's to blame for this? Who? Jeter. Why? Just because. Oh, my God. All right. All right, let's get through this. Harry's uh, delusional. Hey, Joey Chestnut is coming up later. I'm going to oh, interview yeah. him. 13-time Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest winner. He's going for number 14. No one is more excited about this than I am. I love it. Maybe his plumber. His plumber makes a killing the uh, the Monday after mm-hmm. the 4th of July contest. But uh, I don't know what's next for him. What are you trying to do? I guess you just keep trying to break your record. 75 hot dogs. Harry, how many could you put down in 10 we minutes? Re- oh, 
uh ken likes hot dogs more than i do so uh man we really should have uh set up uh another good answer by some type of um (laughs) contest right here live with uh harry versus chess yeah that that would have uh, been something. You know, that that would have been really good to have him do a hot dog eating competition right before the doctor's visit today. Yeah, Harry, <laughs> check in with your doctor today. Ask what uh, he or she thinks of a hot dog eating contest. Yeah. And then, then you play it straight. Then the rest of the way, we really, really buckle down on your uh, diet and your fitness. Right. Your quest right. for fitness. All right, NBA. Like I said, it's still going on. The Phoenix Suns, Harry predicted it. I forget when, but what kind of odds did you get? Or 22 you to out? 1. Yeah, I'm going to say, what kind of odds did you give out? Because when I say you get, it implies that you put money on it, but you gave out 22 to 1 odds. Mm. I don't think well, you, you really did. Well, I have them in our contest. Well, to so win I the don't West. know. If, did yeah. Harry give that out or did he just take it in the contest? I feel really, like he was really saying that. Well, what, what happened, Harry? Well, well the kid's actually right. Really? You never are, gave it out on your various podcasts? Are, are, never. Well, I, you know what? I th- That's what I'm actually surprised about because I, I do think we did. Uh, didn't we do like East or West Coast yeah. finals? Maybe yeah, I did mention it. I, thought I, went with, I went with the Suns and Harry went with the Clippers when we Is said that. Is that right? What, a yes. couple of weeks ago? Well, we, well, we took that. I took the All Suns right. at All five right, to yeah. one. All right. I Harry take it back. took the Clippers. Yeah. I take it back. Suns win 130, <laughs> 103. I think I you gave know? out the Clippers under 110. So that was a, a rare winner for me. Chris Paul, 41 points, uh-huh. seven for eight from yeah. three. My God, he just went nuts, and I, you know, I, I, I bagged him. What was he shooting, Harry? Thirty-two percent from the yep. field, like two for sixteen from three, and yep. he just lost his mind. And uh, Suns title odds now they opened at one ninety-five minus one ninety-five. I say they opened after last night's game. They went to minus two ten. Now they're minus two hundred. They may have as many as eight days off. I don't know, Harry. I'm seeing next Thursday is game one, but you say if it's wrapped up Saturday, it could be Tuesday is game one. That's what I heard on the local news uh, here in Phoenix. But, oh, you local know, news. All right. Even yeah. when they, uh, well, Phoenix, uh, well, the uh, last six games against Milwaukee, even though when Phoenix was bad, just letting you know, they play Milwaukee five and one last six against the Bucks. Yeah, I mean, nothing matters. It's uh, it's not the I Bucks, to really, be honest. It's not the Hawks. Who the hell knows who they're playing? I will say with those odds, Brian, do this with me. Hawks plus 550. That makes sense, doesn't it? They're a, they're a coin flip to beat the Bucks at this point and uh, to finish off that series. And now they're not going to be more than two and a half to one, right? If the Suns are minus two hundred, yeah, what could they be? Well, plus well, one eight, one sixty. If, if, well, if they're even, right? And yeah, plus if they're plus, I mean, they're going to have to be at least plus. Oh yeah, that's true. Yeah. Well, how could they be? How could that be? They can't get to three well, to one f- odds at that. Yeah. Well, I feel like if. If the Hawks win that series, though, right? Is that banking on Milwaukee wins the series and Giannis is somehow back? Uh, it it like, must take worst case scenario a little for bit. Suns into because I do, I do think this I do think the Suns will be I think if it's Suns Hawks I feel like it'll be Suns minus, I guess I mean honestly yeah, so minus three hundred at that point. so many so what did the, I don't want to belittle the Suns accomplishments because they might be the best team in the West but what did they do they took on. The Lakers without AD, LeBron banged up. What up, Denver, right? No Murray. No Murray. And no, then Har- now no, the Clippers, no Harris. Now the Clippers with that, right? No, 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 the Clippers with no Kawhi or Leonard, as Harry it's calls incredible. Them. Yeah, what a run. You're right. And now Atlanta or Milwaukee, possibly wow. without their stars. It's interesting. Hey, Justin James got paid. That's all that matters. That's our MMA fan, a friend who bet on himself $25,000. That was his purse. We had him on extra points yesterday. I felt bad. I was like, listen, 
We're putting $100 on the Suns. He actually had the Suns. He's a big-time gambler. We've not seen the last of Justin James, right? <laughs> Babyface Joel Solomon. We, he, we, now, you're you're like uh, texting with him like every hour and a half, aren't you? He is. Uh, was very thankful that we put in a bet on his behalf. And, uh, yeah, now I think he's uh, ready to do it again. We, he, he's texting me when you're going to – he can parlay that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I already paid him. I don't know what he's going to do. But he uh, – so yeah, well that we know he bet on himself. He lost a split decision, a little controversial. I thought he took rounds one and three, but bet on himself and lost. But then we learned that was not nearly his worst bet. He has money on the Lions over five and a half wins. Oh boy. <laughs> wow, it's freaking June. This gotta like him. Lions. Gotta like over. him. I gotta do. like this guy. I love him. Let's talk about finals MVP discussion. A few of us had Chris Paul a couple weeks ago. He was like 18 to 1. 18 to then, 1. Then yep. like last week, he was five to one. And now he's plus 210 on FanDuel. Booker is plus 180, so he's the favorite. I think he gets it. I, I, I think if he puts up two, now I understand the Suns have to win four games, but if he puts two remarkable games up, I'm not even saying scoring 41 going seven for eight, but the 36-year-old point guard who never made it to a, a finals and then wins, it's going to be hard to pass him up no matter how well Booker Devin Booker plays. I think plus 210 is a better bet. Obviously, you get screwed with the Booker uh, than, than just the Suns to win the title. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, no, I like the, I like the plus 210. I mean, I was thinking it was going to be more like, you know, him and Booker at like plus 150, maybe even a little bit less. I, so I think you're getting, you're yes. definitely getting some good value. And, and you, fi- you figure Paul's going to have, in the finals, he's going to have one or two games. Like, I mean, maybe not exactly like yesterday but he's gonna have one or two huge games where yeah. he carries them mm. where he carries them to wins and yeah and and he's yeah, gonna that, get Paul, regardless of the sentimental pick it's two to one they're both two to one now yeah, yeah they're both two to one wow yeah you know i i kind of like that if you if you like the suns i wouldn't take the suns i would just try to maybe roll with one of those mvps then yeah to win and um well if he's not chasing if he's not chasing uh trey young for 42 minutes that's yeah, well, that's I, a different story, I, right? I tell you like, what, Trey Young at plus six hundred. I mean, I, yeah, could be, could be a nice little mm. steal right there because I think Atlanta could be a really difficult matchup for the Suns. Yeah, uh, well, that's in, why yeah. I like the, the five fifty. But yeah, you're yeah. right. Like, who's going to get it if it's not Trey Young? Yeah, so I, can't, I, thought, I can't win that without Trey Young. Yeah, he's maybe, you're right. I, I just thought maybe because of those two games that he missed too, it might hinder him a little bit here. But Sal, you make a great point there with the, with the 30, 37 points or forty one points and just. Playing the way he did yesterday, he's got to be the favorite. I think a little bit more than Booker. Yeah, for sure. He'll get the. He'll be the sentimental. Sentimental yes. choice. That, yes. that is true. Yes. Listen, S- Sal, what all, all runs on Twitter. But go ahead. Sal, yeah. what, what was the one? Was the one year? Was it Iguodala? Did he win it at like a hundred to one? Yeah, something so crazy, he was crazy yeah. right? He, he was like the only one, like right? That. Yeah, that was insane. By the way, we don't get it on our friend Alec enough that uh, Steph Curry couldn't even win the MVP of that. They had to give it to Andre. <laughs> Iguodala at 100 to 1. Big Steph Curry fan. Right. But anyway, all right, let's go to tonight. Atlanta and Milwaukee. This last night was minus two, the Bucks, and 216 and a half. It's now minus three and 215. Giannis is doubtful. Trey Young is questionable. Brian, we have a problem with this. Just make Trey Young doubtful also. So then when you pull yep. the plug on him 10 minutes before tip off, uh, it's not such a big deal. Uh, it wasn't a big deal to us. We had Atlanta. We had the race to 10. Bry's done it again. He really did. This is four in a row. I mean, I would say I don't get it. I don't recommend you going in the business of selling picks. I think we have a nice thing going here. But if you were, I would just sell race to 10 picks. That's mm-hmm. it. Yeah. 
Like Mariano yeah. Rivera is your closer for the Yankees back when they had a good closer. Now Bry's just the opener. He steps in for four minutes. That's it. <laughs> All right. No more bets. Yeah. Walk away. Four and oh, good job by you. Would they go up twelve to two at one point? Uh, never. I think so. Yeah, it was never in doubt. Um, yeah, that was that was great. It was funny. Yeah, because the line didn't even really change much much once Young went out, and uh, that actually I I didn't even really sweat that one. I felt like no no pressure on that one. Yeah, uh, it's a lot mm-hmm. of fun. It better uh, be a game on Tuesday night now, Sal. <laughs> well, so it's Tuesday be or Thursday, right? <laughs> I know I like doing the Tuesday thing. So yeah, I think well, the, we'd have to the, do it the, Thursday. The Bucks or Hawks will have to wrap it up Saturday for there to be a game on Tuesday, I think. But really, everything I see says July 8th, Thursday. But anyway, we have tonight Atlanta, Milwaukee. I mean, who the hell knows with this? How, how do you not? Mm-hmm. With, with those, both these, uh, you have to think Giannis isn't playing. I don't know if Trey Young is playing. So I'm, I'm just going to go. By the numbers I could see right in front of me, I'm going to say Hawks under 107.5 team total. Before that inexplicable game four, they had gone under in four out of their last five. I feel like they play tough defense, if nothing else, tonight. P.J. Tucker steps it up a little. Maybe Lou Williams, Bogdanovich, not as red hot. Um, Also, they could score 104 and win. They could win. I'm not saying they lose if they score on the 107.5. They could score 104 and win. They did it. They scored under 108 twice against the Sixers in one and three times against the Knicks in one. So I have a little bit of a cushion here by going Hawks under 107 and a half. I don't have to pick a side. I don't have to pick a total for the game, but I like their team total under Polly kid. You're going straight up bucks. I know you liked it better at minus two, but now it's jumped I did. To minus three. I did like it better at minus two. I think Eddie Spaghetti is breaking news that the Giannis is officially out for okay. uh, game five tonight, though. So thank you, Eddie. I think that was uh, inevitable, but I guess we're mm-hmm. getting the news now. Um, yeah, you know, it's, uh, I like the minus two. Minus three, I, I guess I got to like it, too. Um, kind of the way the Hawks responded without Trey Young. I'm thinking the Bucks kind of do the same here. They were six and five without Giannis mm-hmm. uh, on the season this year, um, so they did get to play with them uh, for eleven uh, without him for eleven games. Uh, it's not a it's not an overwhelming record at six and five, but uh, we've seen how this typically works, where a team rallies around their star at least for one game. They rally around their star being hurt, mm-hmm. uh, Middleton. You know, some think he's, uh, you know, not uh, their number two, but he's more like their, you know, there's, you know, one A and one B, and he's more like their one B. Uh, maybe he can just carry them for one night. Uh, I got, I got Brook Lopez over one and a half three pointers on extra points. Mm. Uh, my it was my pick today. I'm thinking Lopez, who I can't stand as a player, but I think maybe <laughs> he puts in enough points to compensate a little bit for the loss. Of Giannis, I think I think the Bucks get this done tonight. I think they get it done. That's the great thing about gambling. You don't have to like the person you're betting on. Like you don't have to take the guy to dinner. You just you could making a wager uh, on, online or over a phone. But uh, oh wow, I'm looking now with Giannis. The Giannis news: the Hawks are now minus four and a half. No, it's uh, it's <laughs> it's stayed the same. Still Bucks yeah, minus think, three. Maybe I that moves every, a little bit. Yeah, um, maybe maybe a little. Two fifteen and a half is the over under. All right, uh, brother Bry. Middleton was mentioned, and you like him uh, to have a big game. Yeah, I'm going to go Middleton over 27 and a half. Look, it's weird that Middleton just can't have good back-to-back shooting nights. Uh, mm-hmm. This was something you brought up the other day, right? But it seems like yeah. nobody can have back-to-back good nights. But I'm banking on him having a huge game if the Bucks are going to win. He's averaging 20 shots per game over the last two series. 
that number is probably going to jump to like 25 or maybe even 30 shots tonight. Um, I'm going to be playing all of his overs. I think I'm going to play, you know, his, his three, threes is two and a half. I'll probably play like adjusted over three and a half for him. I'm taking taking all overs for him tonight. So it could be bad. For all him. right. But, um, but yeah, either he or Holiday, one of them is going to have a great game, especially that at home. And I do agree with Parley Kid. I mean, I think Lopez, somebody else is going to have a very big game for them, whether it's Lopez or Forbes. I don't know. Somebody's going to come out of the woodwork. So I would look at a Bucks player, like adjusted high line and try to get some high odds off of that because maybe he could win some hmm. good money. What there. about your Notre Dame guy, Spaghetti? Connaughton, right? What's his points? Where is it? Oh, do they even have it? I don't even think they have him up, right? A lot of times it's just the starters. It'd have to be, have. right. Yeah, it'd yeah. have to be. But he's, he's had a couple of these, uh, a decent game. Not the last couple. All right, Harry, you are you're going against us here. Going against the grain here. Bogdanovich over. Yeah, I'm going to take Bogdanovich over 15 and a half points at minus 116. Look, he mm. finally, we finally saw a solid shooting performance out of him uh, in game four with 20 points. They had six threes. Atlanta is definitely going to need that type of effort again with Young in question. So Bogdanovich, tough uh, tough over here at 15 and a half on the road, but I'm taking him with, uh, like I said, Young in question. He's going to have to shoot. All right. Paulie Kid, I try to make a case for the Bucks without Giannis on Fox Bet Live. You know, we have to request graphics. I'm sure. like, take a look. I, I had him at four and five, but I guess that last nine games without Giannis, is, they're four and five. So maybe they had a good win in there. Their wins were against the Kings, the Magic, the Timberwolves, and the Bulls. So, um, it's as bad as it gets in terms of right, like trying to make a point there. And their losses were against the Knicks, the Warriors, the Mavs, the Hornets, and the Bulls. So I don't know. I, I, it could yeah. be one of those things where they light it up, everyone plays out of their mind, and uh, and the fans get get behind it and they get they right. just get a win. And you know, obviously, no Trey Young would help there too. But maybe we're going to see a game seven. Maybe not. I don't even know what I'm watching anymore with these teams. But the NBA is not done. On FanDuel Sportsbook, if you're watching from the sidelines, now is a perfect time to get in on the action with FanDuel Sportsbook. Conference finals, new users get 30 to 1 odds on any team to win their next game. That means you can win $150 on a $5 bet. Wow, this is a pick em. This is a toss-up, basically, between the Bucks and the Hawks, and you can get 30 to 1 odds. Beautiful, beautiful incentive there. More ways to win on FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Different deposit options so you know your dollars are safe and you're getting your money. It's a layup. You'll get paid in as little as 24 hours. Just sign up with promo code against all odds to bet the NBA Conference Finals with 30 to 1 odds. Once again, that's promo code against all odds to unlock 30 to 1 odds on any playoff team to win their next game exclusively on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. All right, let's switch our focus to the NHL. Tampa at Montreal, game three. What's the line here? I look, it, it moved around here. It is, well, Tampa Bay is still favored. Montreal, back against the wall. Minus 138, Tampa Bay, plus 118 on the take back from Montreal. Over-under is five. They won't give you the five and a half. Ah. The over is minus 130. Uh, I don't think the Canadians are done. I think they have some fight in them. They have 43 shots on goal. They gave up a weird goal at the end of this, a great goal, but a weird one with in, in terms of how much time was left at the end of the second period, and then even a weirder third goal. So I think Carey Price keeps them alive. I think plus 126 is a good number for a feisty team that won't go away without making noise. But I think uh, I'm in the minority here, Brother Bry. You say lightning, lightning, lightning. Yeah, coming into this, season, uh, this series, I thought the Lightning would sweep or win in five. In game two, the Lightning were outshot by 20. 
and still won that game. T- Tampa just makes it tough to get high quality shots. And even when you do, then Vasilevsky seems to save everything. Uh, it really sucks. It really sucks, though, that the crowd is still going to be 3,500 people. Yeah. It said they were asking for 10, right? Uh, about 10 or 11,000. They mm-hmm. wouldn't allow it. I mean, come on, Canada. It's ridiculous. You're lame, um, Canada. I know. <laughs> but, <laughs> Move the but Yankees that, to Canada. My former employees, guys. Come on. <laughs> but that's going to benefit right. the Lightning big time, not having to deal with that type of crowd. Yeah. Uh, they, they're not going to play worse than they did in game two. Um, I think this is, I do like looking at like the, the correct score. And I do feel like we see a lot of two twos going into overtime. So I'm going to say, even though I like the lightning, I'm going to say lightning win three, two in overtime. There you go. Yeah. Harry doesn't like to talk about it much, but he used to be a maple syrup taster in Saskatoon. (laughs) So those days are over. All right. Good uh, stuff. Harry, you like, uh, you're picking a tie here. Yeah, a sixty-minute line. I, I hit it last game with lightning, so I'm going to take a tie at plus two ninety. Eight of the last nine guys, eight of the last nine Habs games have been five goals or less. We just mentioned Vasilevsky been fantastic between the pipes. Sal, I agree with you. Carey Price is going to show up in this game, and the last four home games for Montreal, last four home games, all have gone to overtime. But why is it a 60-minute line tie? Isn't it just tie? Oh, that's just how they uh, spell it out for you? I mean, yeah. a, you can't bet tie after the first overtime, right? All right. right. Either way, you're betting right. the tie. So plus, plus 290. 290. There you go. And uh, Parlay Kid, uh, you can't get, well, you're going to have to adjust it to get to five and a half. If you yeah, want. I'm going to keep it at five. I think Harry just raised okay. the points of why we could keep it at five. Uh, I think Price will be on top of his game here, knowing this is pretty much a do-or-die game uh, mm-hmm. for the Canadians. Vasilevsky's been great. And so I know you just mentioned some, you know, some wonky goals by Tampa. I mean, the goal Montreal scored scored yeah, yesterday was as bad as you could, you know, see from Vasilevsky, who's been great, who's, by the way, minus 180 now on FanDuel mm-hmm. to win the Conn Smythe. I got him at four to one. Wow. Nice. Back, nice, back nice when I had him in uh, Varlamov when I picked Yeah, he them. bet like the top okay. nine goalies. So always bet the goalies. Darren plus. <laughs> Kucherov and point not getting a point at all uh, last game's huge. Yeah, that that yes, it, it did. And I think I I think I called three to one um on on our last uh because I think I I picked uh, Tampa plus one and a half or minus one and a half. That was my pick on Tuesday for that game. Uh, I just think this game goes uh, five goals maximum here. Maybe it's a push, but I don't think like uh, Harry made some great points. This isn't going to go over. This is a the Canadians have to play a close to the vest game. Mm-hmm. They have to. You can't go up and down with the Lightning. You, if you want to beat them, you have to uh, grind it out. And I think that's what the Canadians are going to try to do tonight. All right. Uh, yeah. You mentioned. Well, first of all, the series odds are out of out of control now. So minus twelve fifty for Tampa Bay, and plus eight fifty for Montreal. Now I was looking at that because Price is also plus eight fifty to win. The Con Smythe, if you like Montreal, I mean, it's got to be him. It doesn't really matter yeah. because they're the yeah. same. I mean, yes. you have to look 12 names down to find the next Montreal Canadian, right? Chariot, is that his name? Right. 95 to 1? That That's Ben Chariot. That's the next uh, best Canadian. Like you said, wow. uh, Paul Kid Vasilevsky is minus 180. So I guess you might as well, if you like Montreal, take Montreal. Don't dip into the MVP odds but all right spaghetti actually meatballs jumping because you had a winner you had like a three three and a half to one odds winner yesterday right uh yeah nick suzuki over half power point nice nice you got another one for us 
Uh, yeah, I gave it out a minus three. Um, it's not up yet, but Cole Caulfield over half a point. Going with that. Caulfield. All right, over yeah. half a point. Uh, what about you, uh, Spaghetti? I think you are in my camp here with Montreal, or did you abandon ship? No, I'm not going to abandon ship yet. Uh, like Neville said, we just spoke about it before in uh, the minus three NHL segment, and I, I, I like Montreal. They're, they're home dogs getting a goal and a half, and I think if there was going to be a game that Carey Price steals, I mean, game two could have went differently. I really wish it did. The Habs almost had that one, I think, at certain points. So Carey Price stands on his head. Uh, the mm-hmm. under, I think, is uh, the total is five goals. I think it's going to be under. I think Carey Price really stands out in this one, and the Habs right. finally get on the board here. Wonder where that came from, the goalie standing on his head, because it's really not a great approach to uh, saving <laughs> anything, right? It's probably the worst thing you could do. Um, but anyway, but the way they give up that third goal doesn't really matter. All right, so that action, that's tomorrow, right? Friday night, boy, Tampa could really take control there. Uh, we do want to go over the the match. What is this? The fourth match? The match three? The match four? I don't know what it is. Now, this uh, they tee off Tuesday here for this. We'll be doing a podcast while they are uh, playing. It's Bryson DeChambeau and Aaron Rodgers versus Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady. Bryson and Rodgers minus 192. Phil and Brady plus 146. I know Rodgers is light years better than Brady, I guess, as a golfer. I'm reading into this. I've seen Brady play golf, and he screwed me on some kind of crazy chipping um, uh, eagle shot uh, a couple, like last year. I don't even know when it was. I blocked it rain. Yeah, in the rain. It was bad. He was. Oh. I had bet him to not par the rest of the way. There was no way he was getting close to paring, uh, and, he, and he does that. You just can't bet against Tom Brady, and that's part of my analysis here. But also, the other part is like, well, first of all, Phil says they're going to annihilate them. And I just wonder if like Bryson's just going to be making bad jokes, and he's going to be starstruck about playing with Aaron Rodgers, where Phil was more of an instructor. We saw it with... Mm. With uh, I know it was his course, but we saw it with Charles Barkley the last time I bet against Phil and lost, right? And they crushed those guys. Who was that? Yeah. That was Steph Curry. Steph, and, Steph and, and Manning. Oh, yeah, Peyton Manning. So that wasn't even close. I just think Phil takes this more seriously and might not be better, but, you know, might not be a better pairing, but enough for me to jump on that plus 146. Yeah. Harry's the only one that disagrees. Uh, but so Parley Kid, Brother Bry, what do you think? What's your reasoning? Yeah. So I, I see where you say Phil takes it uh, too seriously. I think what's great about Phil in, in this type of stuff is he really doesn't take it too seriously. Like, I think he can mm. play loose with uh, with Brady. Uh, I think he really likes being in this type of spotlight. Mm. Right. And he can relax playing this type of golf where Bryson, I think, is more of an uptight type of guy. Right. And he might be a guy where it's just, you know, just the cameras are on him and Rogers to kind of pal it up a little bit. Yeah. I'm not sure if Bryson can really handle that just yet. We've seen Mickelson just go out and have some fun with this. Right. He plays loose golf. He's he's fun to play with. I think he'll be the more relaxed guy. I think he outplays Bryson in this. And I think Brady outplays Rogers. So I think getting the plus money here, yeah, uh, it, it's a pretty easy call. I don't know what the rules are, Brian. We always get screwed oh, on this. Yeah, yeah. Because Forget, like maybe, you know, well, I wasn't even brutal. considering rules here, but uh, yeah. But right. maybe Is it's it in our favor. If they use a Bryson T shot and it's like in the double thick rough there, and Aaron, Aaron Rodgers like, what the hell is this? I have to, she's like, Wait, I just hit it 400 yards. Go do, figure it out. What do you want me to do? It's, it's in the double rough. But what do you, why do you like uh, the underdog here, Brian? Ye- 
Well, I mean, I really like it because I'm just never going to bet the favorites here again. I lost sure. way too. I, I lost <laughs> way. I lost way too much money the last time on that on that Manning. That was really stupid, and that was over like right away. Right. That, it felt like we were on yeah. the third hole, and I was like, "Holy shit!" I lost this Barkley mm-hmm. Barkley bet. I think I lost the bet before, but yeah. it's just the the line is too wacky. It, it, it's like you, the fact you're getting plus one forty, mm-hmm. whatever it is, plus one fifty. But yeah, I, I agree with you though. I do think Phil in this setting though is super competitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think he's gonna, you know, I think he'll want to win this. But I do agree with Darren that he, you know, he'll probably play a little bit more loose. Same same with Brady too. I, I think, but this yeah. this. But you're right, though, in terms of the rules, I'm assuming my assumption is the rules are similar, but it's possible on like the fifth hole, they're using a putter the whole way. It's, very, yeah. you know, so that also factors in once you get these like little wacky rule yeah, the changes here things. or there, that, right. then you yeah. got to go. Then you got to go underdog because you just don't know what the hell is going to happen. Well, right. whatever the new rules they pop in, you rest assured they will work against us <laughs> and our pick somehow. Like uh, you have to have played for the Packers or something. It'll be something ridiculous. I don't know. Uh, all right. You know what? I was thinking if there's no race to 10, could we do a race to 10? Similar thing with golf. Is there a race to the they have oh, uh, opening shot. Opening mm-hmm. shot starts, makes the fairway. They have. Can we that just bet, bet right? the first hole? Can we just it's bet weird. the first hole? Bet the it's first weird. hole. Yeah, Maybe just I the first yeah. shot to make the fairway. Right. right? I, yeah, that. I think we do yeah. something like that. that I think would be it's so quick. It, though, I think it starts. It? it starts at what six o'clock on Tuesday? Something like six that. Six a.m. No, no, like six. Oh, really? Six, oh, okay. Is it six? PM. Oh, good. All right, but but it's weird, right? Six o'clock on Tuesday. Harry said he saw on local Phoenix news that it could start. Yeah. Two weeks from now. Right. I did. Yeah, Joel, I did. what are what are the rules here, Joel? Oh man, you re- you don't really want me to read these, do you? But yes, it's five thirty Eastern. Uh, All right. The tee shots, the professionals will tee off. Football players will tee off from the forward tees. Uh-huh. Then it's a uh, best ball. Um, so everybody tees off. But yeah. it's best ball. Okay. And then uh, Shailene Woodley uh, gets to choose which ball uh, Aaron right. gets to play. All right. That's enough. And well, that's then G- Giselle, Giselle will say my husband cannot drive and chip and putt. Um, and then, <laughs> what are you talking about? I, don't know. I hate There's to, to take the ball from you and give it to Harry, but it is his turn now. Um, Harry, sell us on the favorites here. Yeah, well, uh, I guess maybe Brady can't win everything. Let's have Rodgers win this. <laughs> Let's yeah. have Rodgers win this so he's happy off the field so he doesn't play in the NFL like I predicted. And Bryson also <laughs> has quoted out and said, said, I can't wait to unleash the beast in the big sky. Get your popcorn ready. So he'll be ready to take those. Taking those All two. right. So uh, to recap, Aaron Rodgers has to be happy because he's not happy with his contract situation. And he's not happy on the field. Okay. All right. Well, I think we should go right to Sharp Tank. I mean, it's going to be tough to improve on reasoning like that, but let's do it. How did you guys do on the Tuesday Sharp Tank? Sal, me and you hit. Uh, that's that's the right. One we we've hit in a row. What was that? The under? What do we? Oh no, we had the Dodgers, right? Yeah, Dodgers. Second right. one in a row. All right, Jeez. do it again, Harry. What do we like? All right, we're gonna go. Uh, we're gonna t- Tampa Bay, Montreal under five. Oh, you're stealing the Paul Lake Kids pick here. Uh, uh, I'm just t- I know, but I really I do like this again. Uh, banking on veteran goalie Carey Price to uh, come up big, not just uh, for the Canadians, but for all of Canada. Montreal mm-hmm. has given up hasn't given up more than two goals in six straight home games under five. Mm, okay, all right, uh, brother Bry, your sharp tank pick. <laughs> 
Yeah, well, I can't take a UFC over this week, which really sucks. There's no UFC, no. Oh, yeah. Uh, what happened? No, no oh, they take the 4th of July off? Yeah, I guess so. It sucks. I need so I need something late at night. You know, I got <laughs> I get bored. Um, but yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna we haven't talked about Euro Cup, but I'm gonna go, I'm gonna take Belgium to advance uh plus one oh two. Um I, oh, I'll admit no. I'll, I like I'll, this. Yes. I like this, so it's, it doesn't have a chance. Well the, fu- like the, yeah. the, the the funny the funny thing about this pick is that you know, Harry the other day says, like, I'll you know, I like Belgium, Denmark. In the finals, that's my pick. Mm-hmm. And then I, I give out Belgium today, I tell you guys. And then Harry right away sends me a separate side text. Well, you, know, you know these guys are out. It's like, yeah, I know these. They're top two guys. Well, two of their better guys are not right. their top two, but two of their better guys mm-hmm. are out for this game. And, but both teams have been playing. I mean, in, the, in, in European matches, both teams have been playing really great. I just... I, re- you know, this Belgium team, uh, you know, they had a good run in the in the last World Cup. I just feel like they're the better team. Italy, both teams have won. I feel like a lot in a row, but mm. that that Italy game against Austria bothered me. I just didn't think, you know, I was all over Italy in that game. Of course, they, right. they blew they blew that late lead. So I just didn't like the way they looked. I like the way Belgium played in that Portugal match. I just think it's very likely this game. Uh, it's probably you know it could be a zero zero one one draw going into you know penalty kicks, but I do like right. I do like Belgium as the underdog here to advance. But it d- doesn't even matter for my picks anymore. We only care about we only care about race to ten. <laughs> yeah, race to ten. <laughs> Unfortunately, there's not race to ten passes. Maybe I don't even know what it could be in soccer. Certainly not goals because you'd be there for three and a half years. Um, all right, Darren, take it away. Well, look, you guys got me going uh, betting golf a couple, two, three, four years back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you will never get me on the soccer train. You will never get me Good. on the soccer train. I'm, Good. I'm not uh, trying. We're not trying. I, I think we tried uh, with golf. Yeah, we're not trying. You, we're not you're right. You really, you. I think you know better Like right. in terms of, uh, I just feel like it's so the brutal. soccer Uruguay, text Darren, exchanges Uruguay. between all of you mm. are just brutal in terms of like, I, it's hard to believe you could get screwed so much and like when games are one nothing. Like it just I told you, like I'm the best 85 minute crazy. first 85 minute <laughs> soccer yeah. better in the world. Like the, like the last three matches, I've been screwed with like two goals after 85. It's incredible. Minutes, so. It's absolutely Whatever. incredible. Well, yeah. Sal, look, I'm gonna give you one here tonight. I'm gonna go with the Mets minus one and a half oh, plus no. 112 tonight. Your boy Jacob Degrom is on the mound. Atlanta scored. Uh, you know. A couple touchdowns and a couple field goals yesterday against the Mets. <laughs> what goes up normally comes down. Uh, somehow, for some reason, uh, usually the day after a team scores 20, at least uh, I've noticed this, uh, they yeah. tend to score a lot less the next game. And now with DeGrom on the mound, I think I think he shuts the Braves out tonight. Uh, New York uh, Shenandoah uh, kid Ian Anderson's on the mound for the Braves. Mm. I think the Mets uh, beat him up uh, his last time he faced them. So I'm going to take the Mets minus one and a half at plus 112 here tonight. Really riding on DeGrom here. Hopefully he can go more than five innings tonight. Paul, like, I mean, that's the thing, right? I look at it. Jeff Schwartz and I text each other, like, how do we attack this? So we usually do the first five, the total over under. And yep. then that, that's been like two and a half, three runs. That's been crazy so low. low. So you can't really do that anymore. You don't know if DeGrom's going to go seven innings or four or three. And I'm looking at a strikeouts. The over-under is nine and a half. It seems high. 
I mean, could they really win on Bobby Bonilla Day? Could I mean, so much joy <laughs> for one team on one day. The first half money line is Mets minus 188. So you like minus one and a half plus 112, right? Right. All right. Let me think about that. Brother Bry, I've um, I've checked out of the soccer. I made a little bet on Fox Bet Live for that first game tomorrow to go under. Um, but otherwise, I just put a ridiculous amount of money on England to win the whole thing at plus 180. And so they'll do something stupid. They'll lose to Spain or some <laughs> bullshit. I don't know. But uh, I'm going to pass on that. That's fine. You know what, Harry? Let's do it. I've, I've been with you twice in a row. Yeah. All right. You're going to the doctor. You're going to get some good news. Let's do it. Tampa Bay, Montreal, under five. Yeah, probably like a 2-1 game. Probably goes to overtime. Boy, then you hit big. If yeah. uh, if that's the result, I'll jump on with you there. That'll be a uh, right. sharp tank. But shit, these other... I, I do like the other picks. But Harry, I'm with you. Under five goals. Tampa Bay, Montreal, plus 106. Plus, plus 106, yeah. All right. So now this uh, NIL has taken over the NCAA, right? I mean, the NCAA is obsolete now. I, I, yeah. I'm not sure what's going on, but players will basically be able to make side deals with uh, boosters and whoever else. I have mixed emotions about this, right? Like, I definitely think pay players should get paid. It's ridiculous how much money the NCAA makes. Um, I don't feel like I'm... I should be labeled racist if I go the other way on this, but there are going to be some, you know, there's going to be some Don Kings involved. There's going to be some Buddy Garrity's, right? The the, yeah. the, uh, the weird used card appearances and everything. I don't know how it, you know, how it affects the team dynamic. You know, maybe, maybe we look at yeah. a guy like Dabo Sweeney. Maybe he was benefiting too much. So this is why he's having a problem with it. But I do see some pitfalls along the way is your allegiance to the booster or is your allegiance to the team. I get it. Maybe if, if maybe if you put the money in a trust, that seems a little too too crazy. But also a lot of this might still be going on right now and we don't realize it. So I'm mixed on it. Uh, I'm glad the players are making money. Ultimately, I'll say that. But now our friend Tate Frazier, what did he say, Bri? He put out a tweet and said, which jersey would you like to have? He, he said the colleges should now go back and sell retro jerseys, right? Well, they should 100%. I've been waiting for this forever. I said over the winter. It's funny because when he put that out, I was like, over the winter, you guys you guys would laugh at me. I was like, I was looking for a Paige Becker's UConn women's jersey all <laughs> over the place for my daughter. Like every week I would check. Right. Couldn't even, I couldn't even find a fake one. Really? They didn't, <laughs> they, didn't even make, they didn't even make fake ones for like $20 in China. <laughs> right. Whatever. right. But um, yeah, so it it just it you know I when he when he sent that I'm like yeah these these schools should do that they should make these deals and they should put out all these old jerseys it would be great I mean I feel like this is a, a just a brand new brand new market and mm -hmm. I think he's he th I think he said what he would take a Joe Forte jersey I think from that's a good one from from from, from UNC you know which Brian, I I, yeah. I think it's great like these these obscure players that you could potentially sure, get for sure. Awesome. sure. Brian, when I was your daughter's age, I would ride my bike to the Comac flea market and they would have like a steam press. I don't know if you remember this, Parley, sure. Sure, but Absolutely. you can make any, you get, they had all the letters. So you could, I, I got a right. new Roddy Piper shirt every week, hot rod. <laughs> and it said with these dumb letters that are all mixed up, but at that shirt, you got it every week. Cause the letters fell off like three <laughs> seconds later. Right? It <laughs> fell on the, my ride home. I needed to wipe my mm. brow because I was sweating and that was it. They all <laughs> peeled off. All right. So Brian, what would be your pick? Well, it's funny. I, I, is it all right if I give you a few? Like, sure. I, I mean, I obviously, I mean, uh, an official Bo Jackson Auburn football jersey would mm. be amazing. Right. Although I, for some reason, I 
always wanted a bow jer- I always liked baseball jerseys better than football jerseys. I don't know in terms of wearing them. Yeah. Uh, and I was never um never a big basketball jersey guy because I was like, you know, a t-shirt under the jersey type of guy with basketball. Mm-hmm. So um I always wanted a Bo Jackson number 29 Auburn baseball jersey. Nice. That's that's, oh, that's kind of that, that's kind of always you don't really see those. Right, so, right, right. Uh, that's I, I like that. You know, you had Charles Woodson, Mich- Michigan number two, or a Chris Weber. Jersey would have been great because those were my teams back in the day. But right. um, yeah, a Bo Jackson Auburn baseball jersey. All right. Pr- pretty cool. Harry, I know you want to jump in. By the way, we had, we had Ian Carmel on uh, Laugh Line yesterday, and he picked, we had, uh, which former player would you want a vacation with? Because my cousin Jimmy is putting up pictures. He's Photoshopping himself in with Magic Johnson because he's begged Magic Johnson over the years to take him on these vacations with Samuel L. Jackson. He just hasn't been asked. So he's done the next best thing and Photoshopped himself in. So we asked who... You would want to, and Ian Carmel says Ronnie Cycli. He's Ooh. like a DJ overseas or oh, something, yeah. right, Joel? He's a DJ. I don't He's know. Big time. Yeah, Number yeah. Before yeah. Ronnie so Cycli. So that Syracuse. I have a feeling you're going to hit us with a Syracuse name here. No, actually, no. I'm going to go. I'm going to jump on with Tate here. I'm going to jump on with Tate, and I'm going to take Lawrence Taylor's powder uh, blue UNC jersey. Uh, oh, oh yeah, Darren. What kind of powder are you talking about? <laughs> 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 powder blue over powder white. Darren. Darren, there you're you a go. teacher. You're a teacher, yeah, Darren. That's, I'm giving you facts. Not after that story. <laughs> that. All right, Parlay Kid. You're not going powder blue. What do you like? No, I mean, let's go. Um, I got, uh, I got, um, uh, I would like a, uh, maybe an Eastern Illinois to- Tony yeah. Romo. Yeah. Uh, yeah. My, my son Kyle has I one. I was thinking I, that. I have to uh, find that somewhere. Uh, I also like a 1984 Roosevelt Chapman. Uh, led the Dayton Flyers to uh, mm. uh, the the Elite Eight one year, kind of w- where for me as a teenager put Dayton on the map for me. Mm. Or 1990 Nigel Knight's jersey. Nigel mm-hmm. played in Phoenix a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. Harry. Yeah, and um, uh, he played a little bit for Kevin Johnson uh, to, for a spell. Um, and, you know, those were some great runs for Dayton and some great players. So I'll stay true to that form too with uh, those uh, UD guys. Definitely so- would look into those. So it's Roosevelt Chapman's fault, 84, if it's four years before you're going to college. that you're, I mean, you could have gone to a state school. You would have saved your parents a lot. You could have gone to Geneseo. Mm-hmm. Saved a lot of money, if not yeah. for Roosevelt Chapman's run mm-hmm. in 84. Yeah. Wow. All right. I saw, enough, <laughs> I saw enough of a Swigo in those schools anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I guess so. <laughs> what do you need to see? Uh, all right. I want everyone's uh, input here. All right. Uh, meatballs, you're big on jerseys, but uh, pro hockey jerseys. But what would you go college-wise? I'll take a hockey college jersey. I, I was thinking uh, college hockey, but how about an OJ Simpson USC jersey? <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm going with. We were oh, talking nice. about last night who nice. would benefit the most in terms of endorsement deals from this. And I jokingly, but not jokingly, said OJ Simpson. We said, what did we say? Leinart, Bush, all the big names, obviously. Tebow, uh, the aforementioned Bo Jackson. Who else did we say, Paul? Kid. Like all these guys would have just made a ton, shit ton of yeah. money. I yeah, think you have to. You bet. You best off with a four-year player, obviously. Leitner, yeah. Um, Manning, yes. yeah, Manning for sure. All those, yep. all those SEC guys. But anyway, all right, uh, Spaghetti. What would you say? I have Pat a pretty Con- good Pat Connaughton. I have uh, no. I have a pretty good collection of college jerseys. But there's mm-hmm. one I don't have that I would love, especially now if they are legal. And one of the greatest college football games of all time was the Rose Bowl, Vince Young mm-hmm. in the. Texas Longhorns beating USC, and I hate USC. I would love to get a burnt orange Vince Young jersey to uh, oh, yeah. organize that that great game. 
He's another one. He would be top three in terms of endorsements, uh, what he would do. Yeah. Eddie, sure. I'm surprised Michael didn't pick uh, uh, Notre Dame Anders Lee uh, jersey. From, uh, that would have been pretty sweet. Yeah, especially yeah. the green ones, too. They have yeah. sometimes. Uh, that'd be, it's a great one to, oh, to get. I don't want to open this back up, but not enough is said about Anders Lee not playing in the island. They're still making this great run. Like, it seems like an afterthought, right? But anyway, we, we don't You're right, to talk about Good that. Good point. All right. Joel Solomon, what does this mean in terms of like T-shirts and memorabilia? You're in the T-shirt selling business. Is this um, is this something? Does this make some of these college shirts you have or or try to buy worth less or more? Or what if the NCAA uh, steps in and does what Tate Frazier suggests? I'll probably have to talk uh, to Ken about this, what it means uh, legally. But <laughs> no, I think it's it's good for all the vintage and revival stuff. Uh, all right, yeah, it can only be good. It can only be good. My uh, All my Mark Titus Ohio State stuff is going to be going up. <laughs> now, you're going to go uh, Arizona State, Reggie Jackson. No. What are you going with? Uh, I mean, Randy Moss Marshall jersey would be pretty mm. amazing. Cordell cool. Stewart at Colorado. I always loved him. like it. like it. Um, but no, those classic like Iverson Georgetown jersey would be amazing. Yeah. And, and, and Nick Van Exel at Cincinnati, I think. Would be a great one. <laughs> I like it. I, saw, I love it. Nick Van Exel. Love, love it. Love it. <laughs> Interesting. That was a fun team. That Huggins team. Yeah. Uh, all right, Jim Cunningham, you're like, I'm, I'm going to be boring and just say Chris Mullen, but I think it would have to come with the accompanying uh, T-shirt. So I don't know how, how much that costs, but that was uh, that was my favorite look back then, 83, 84. All right, Jim, what are you going to say? Uh, sticking with St. John's, I'd like a old Felipe Lopez jersey. I mm. had one of, I had like the practice reversible one of those, but that would be cool. Larry Johnson, UNLV, loved oh, him. Oh, yeah. I like um, one. Brother Bry, St. Chris Weber, loved him as well. Uh, Penny Hardaway, Memphis. Mm. And um, out of my hate for Tate, I'd say uh, Christian Leitner, Duke. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Why not? Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. That, 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 uh, that whole Larry Johnson UNLV team, what would they have done so under these circumstances? I mean, it was mm. nuts to begin with. Oh, it really man. just would have been a, a bunch of uh, Floyd May Mayweathers running around <laughs> just the whole time. Uh, anyway, all right. Thank you for that, Tate. That inspired some nice conversation. Jim, we're going to have to get you all those jerseys. Because this is uh, your final show. I don't know how much you want to say about it. You've um, been with us since the beginning. If you bet that he would last under one year, you were a winner. But uh, no, he helped get Extra Points Podcast Network off the ground. We're going to miss you. You're retiring the same day as Megan McCain. Coincidence? I don't think so. <laughs> I, don't think so. <laughs> I don't believe in coincidences, but he's... Uh. Moving on to bigger and more head-scratching things. But we're going to miss you, heel producer. The heel moves on to a new territory. It happens all the time in wrestling. Maybe, I don't know how we replace you. Uh, heel, like, do we get the Sons and Four guy to produce? But good luck to you, Jim. And uh, I don't know if these guys have words for you. Harry, you, you're you going to miss Jim, right? Going to miss Jim tremendously. Jimbo, Jimbo. Going to miss you, buddy. Wow, so you got a little, nice little jingle at the end there. <laughs> that was, All right. That was <laughs> great. Brian, you hey, I, good yeah, times, look, Jim. Uh, Jim is uh, one of the greats. I, you know, I thought it would be almost impossible to replace Tate, but uh, Jim did everything yeah. and more in, 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 in that role. So there we're going to go. miss you, Jim, and uh, best of luck to you. We'll be uh, keeping in touch. Yeah, Jim Brian. got us microphones right there. He got you microphones? He's going to need those back. Well, that, that, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. I'm going to start crying like uh, Reggie Jackson did uh, <laughs> last, last night. But yeah, we're going to we're, we're gonna miss Jim, although I'm sure I'll have four-hour conversations with 
yeah. with Jim's certain certain nights. But I will say, yeah, Jim right away when he replaced Tate was like, "We're getting <laughs> you're getting off the shitty phone calls, and we're we're getting you real, <laughs> we're getting you real, equi- we're getting you real equipment." And that was like yeah. right away, and you could definitely hear. Uh, you can definitely hear the difference in it. Yeah, and now we have Harry's microphone tested for tuberculosis every uh, <laughs> couple of weeks or so, but that's Jim's doing. And All other right, things. Well, yeah. Jim, do uh, you have any uh, final words? Yeah, I just want to say I'm sad to go, and um, this has been one of my favorite shows to work for the past God knows how many years it's been. I was listening to some of the old episodes actually last night. It was from really? like four years ago. Yeah, it's funny. You used to introduce Harry as Harry the Horse. I did? <gasps> yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. Well, he's, bigger than, he's bigger than a horse. That's not fair to the horse. <laughs> but, oh, wow. um, but yeah, now I, uh, I found nice. my calling. You know, you hear about people like as a child, <laughs> they saw someone perform the Heimlich and they knew they wanted to become a doctor or a fireman yeah. or something. Uh-huh. So I was watching this movie the other night and um, I found my calling. I'm going to go into porno. Oh, good. <laughs> good. Yes. Yeah, it's about yeah. time. You know <laughs> what? Mustache. You know what? That's. And the That's hair. About right. That's uh, yeah. Mustache Jim, and the you hair. Could, you could probably do both, right? They'll just bring the whole uh, set to your house, and uh, and then you can <laughs> yeah. just ha- press record for the rest of us here. Yeah, right. I have all the cameras and everything set up. It's all good. <laughs> yeah, I'm still trying to pick a name, like a stage name. I have a yeah, couple. Yeah. If you guys want to help me, I yeah, thinking, go ahead, jump in. Um, Charlie Horse. Okay. Is that good. <laughs> Billy Club. Alan Wrench. Yeah, Jim, Jim Boner. Jim Boner's great. I had that That's just good. Good. That's really good. Um, Ace Hardware. Is that good? Yeah. Earth Brooks. <laughs> but I think I'm sure. going to go with Michael J. Fox. Oh, good, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, he How, yeah he dabbled. Harry, in that was funny. You don't even laugh at Jim's good. last joke. He doesn't Come get on. it. He doesn't get <laughs> jokes like that. Uh, all right, Joel Solomon, you have anything to say to Jim? I mean, uh, it's only right I give my uh, good point <laughs> to Parlay Kid. He said uh, today, we rally around, uh, teams rally around their star for one game to get it done. And uh, yeah. we got to rally around Jim Cunningham. He, he got it done for many of shows. Yep. Uh, he probably wasn't recording our audio, uh, but uh, hopefully, Jim, best of luck, pal. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to miss you uh, a lot, pal. There you go. Jim, you said it's one of your favorite shows. Rank the top five. Well, it's not top five. I'd say. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's got to be top 20. Actually, right. but um, but with extra points, I will say that um, it's such a good group of people. As far as like percentage wise, I think it's the highest um, I've liked the percentage of coworkers I've worked oh, with. Good. And I've worked at a lot of places. Yeah, it's got to be at least like 7%. All right. Well, I'm sure you'll keep that ratio up in the new job. Uh, yeah. uh, well, good luck to you, Jim. Good luck, we miss Jim. You. We love you. Good luck, Jim. Now my uh, interview with Joey Chestnut. But first, Pearl Jam. No, no Pearl Jam. <laughs> Just the interview. All right. This Sunday on July 4th, Americans will eat about 150 million hot dogs, and 35% of those will be consumed by this man. Yes. He's an American hero and 13-time Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest champion, Joey Chestnut. Thanks for being here. Oh, good to be on with you again. Now, Joey, I, I've been a fan of yours for years. I do have some beef with you. We've discussed this in the past, but I do want to get to the numbers here. The record, your record, is 75 in 10 minutes, right? Yeah. What do you 
I, I'm interested in your process. Do you go for the win first? Are you a scoreboard watcher? Do you go for the win? And then do you try to break the record or do you dev just devour and not worry about anyone outside of you? Yeah, I'm, I'm going for the win. And I, uh, those last couple of minutes of the contest, uh, depending on how, how good I've been eating, uh, if I've been swallowing a lot of air in the beginning of the contest, at the mm -hmm. end of the contest, I, I need to burp. Oh. And if, I, if I'm swallowing really, if, if I'm going for the record, there's always a little risk that, that I'm, I'm swallowing too quickly. And that one of those burps could come out and look like barf. So, oh. so, so towards the end of the contest, I, I, I'm, I'm slowing down naturally, but I'm also deliberately slowing down just so I, I can control those burps. So uh, right. I, I'm always trying to get a record, but uh, I, I, towards the end of the contest, I'm weighing, should I, should I, is the risk worth the benefit? But uh you know what? I'm, I'm going all out. It, even in, uh, I, I want a new record. I, I want to. Things are opened up, and uh, I, I want a new record this year, and I'm, I'm going to risk it. Mm, that's amazing. I don't think any other competitor, athletic competitor, has that risk there. Like, all right, if I burp, this is just a natural reaction. My body, because obviously I don't want to get too technical or gross, but if something comes up, what do you lose? Do you lose credit for that amount? Do you, oh, do you, 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 lose, you lose the whole you, thing? You, uh, yeah, it's disqualification. Really? If, if they say it's barf, then uh, you heave, you leave. So uh, I, I need to make sure that it, nothing comes out. It, it's a one-way road, and I, uh, and it just, yeah. But I, you know, I, I feel good. Practice has been good, and uh, I'm excited. Yeah. So now you're over under for hot dogs, as the odds makers have it, is 73 and a half. Like I said before, your record is 75. It's weird because you really can only eat. You're not going to have 80, right? You're not going to have 81. If you break the record, it's going to be, you'll have like 76. But anyway, minus 5,000, the next closest to you is 10 to 1 odds. Um, are you looking at anyone that can challenge you? Do you watch tape of your opponents? How does it work? Or is it just a uh, one-man sport for you? There's a, it, it, it's not a one-man game. Uh, I've lost before, and mm -hmm. I hope I, I don't have to go through that again. But I, uh, yeah, Jeff Esper out of Boston. He spells his name with a G, like a weird, like, so... So you he, got this pose of him. Yeah, anyone who spells his name Jeff no, or G. Yeah, yeah. And he's, he's from Boston. He has one of those accents. I'm not ah. going to. He's actually beat me in a couple contests recently. So mm -hmm. I uh, I know he's capable of eating a lot. Uh, it's just I love Fourth of July, and he, he doesn't love hot dogs like me. And uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to. It, it, it would take a miracle for him to win. But uh, I, 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 need, I, need to, I need to just stay calm, and uh, I, I'll hopefully dominate. I want to ask now, this adds to the whole pageantry of the whole thing, the dipping the hot dogs in water, and it obviously helps get the numbers up. But how many could you eat if you didn't, if you weren't able to dip the hot in dogs ten, in water? In, in 10, 10 minutes, minutes yeah. it, it depends on the day. Like, mm -hmm. if, if it's a really, really hot day and the, and the dogs are stale, it, mm -hmm. I, I wouldn't eat that many. But, it, but if, 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 it's, uh, if it's kind of humid and the dogs aren't, get, the buns aren't stale, I, I could probably do 50, 52 uh, mm -hmm. without dunking. But, wow. Jeez. So that many, even without the water. That's oh, I, yeah. I put them down. I yeah. mean, at a baseball game, it's pretty rare for me to eat less than 18. Uh-huh. Is that right? At a baseball game? <laughs> I mean, it, it, every half inning. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah, I, I should be averaging one for, for three outs. <laughs> right, right. I guess that makes sense. All right. Now, I, I have an important question to ask you, and I have a, a tremendous amount of respect for you, but that's going to go down depending on how you respond to this question. Deli right. or yellow? Say this again. Deli or yellow? Oh my god, I, li I like deli. I like. I, okay. li I like. Yeah, ye yellow. Is, <sighs> yellow's all right if that's all they got. 
Yeah, but, uh, I'm definitely a mustard guy, and, and I like I like a, either brown or, or spicy brown. I don't even say yellow is all right. I think it's disappointing in any aspect. I don't know where where does yellow supersede deli. I, I don't know. And, and forget about hot dogs. Is there any situation where yellow is better than deli? No, no. It, it it's uh, I mean, it's for it's for the kids, but mm-hmm. uh, it, it's all right. Kids, uh, some people I guess never so. grow up. I guess it is for the kids. All right. I wrote about this in my book, this unpleasantness. I wish I didn't have this with you, but it was a few years back. And I bet you it was supposed to be a sweltering hot day. And it always is in Coney Island. So it doesn't really matter. But your over under was 72 and a half hot dogs. It was about five years ago. And I said, you know what? What does this guy have to prove? He went out there. He's going to beat whoever the number two is by seven or eight hot dogs. And you did just that. You were on pace. You were on a good pace to win. But. As far as ESPN graphics had it, you had eaten 64 hot dogs after 10 minutes. And I was like, that's a winner. I have under 72 and a half. You have 64. You go there and you talk to the carnival barker in the post-game press conference, whatever you want to call, pig fest. And he's like, 64, valiant effort by you. Good enough to win, not your best. And you're like, actually, I ate 74. They didn't count a plate. And this guy is like, 74, a new record. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Time out. We're not even going to check this. There's no uh, they, interrogation. That That's it. They missed they the plate, it. so I lost. They they checked it. The counter, I could hear the counters arguing in front of me. And really? you're, you're not the only one who was upset. A lot of people were upset. And, uh, but, and that, what, what were you, what were you doing betting the under on the 4th of July? And, I, I mean, know. That's pretty un American. I think, I think I should have a problem with you. You're right. You're right. But, uh, Maybe I have some communist background or something. I, I was betting against America in betting against Joey Chestnut. Shame on me. You're right. I put it on me. That that was terrible. But terrible by ESPN too. For yeah, God's sake. they've gotten better over the last couple of years. They've okay, uh, good. They're, they're they're right on top of the numbers. And, yeah, uh, they, they shouldn't miss a plate for God's sakes. But yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, let me ask you this: What is how long does this go for? Are you going to be like? 75 years old pulling dentures out of your mouth and just gumming down hot dogs like do you oh, see an end in sight i'm you? hoping somebody comes in uh i mean it'd be silly for me to retire with, without any competition but uh right if somebody has to come some absolute beast and mm-hmm. uh dominate and then i can hand the torch to them but uh i'm dude i'm, I'm loving it i could travel around the world eat everybody who who recognizes me they're, they're all food lovers like me and they, they uh aren't worried about holding back so uh, I, I'm I, like I said, I'm living the dream and I'm, I'm going to ride this thing till the wheels fall off. And you have the title belt with you. Do you treat it like the Stanley Cup, uh, the, the trophy? Because, you this know, people thing, have done legendary things with that. This thing has seen some nudity and, uh, and, oh. and a lot of a lot of a lot, a lot of nights out. So, uh, yeah, I, I, it's uh, it's been out and I, I, it's it has some stories to tell. Excellent. Excellent. Let me have what's an ideal birthday dinner for you. Oh, ideal birthday dinner. Yeah. Oh my God. It used to be House of Prime Rib in San Francisco. That was mm-hmm. that was my go-to. Uh, I, I love that place. Uh, actually, I just moved to Indianapolis area, so probably mm-hmm. it's going to be uh, probably St. Elmo. I, I love that steakhouse. Oh and, yeah. Yeah. Oh, they, they, they have, yeah. They have a good. They do a good job. And then what does that mean? You can't sit down to just one fillet, right? You have to go crazy. You have to do a, a little of the crazy, wazoo. crazy. But but yeah. I, I had some cocktail for birthday dinner. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm having steak. I'm ha- having some sides and, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 plenty of cocktails. I'll, I'll be feeling good. I don't know how you're not a fat slob. I mean, I guess that's my last question for oh, you. It, how it, the hell do you do this? I would love to have your life, but I would be 750 pounds, which is only like a, a 45 pounds less than what I am now. But it's it's a battle. I, uh, I in, in between contests, in between practices, I, I I'm on a pretty green diet. It, it's mm-hmm. lots of fiber, uh, which which sucks because I love to eat. But I, I know that when once I start gaining weight, that's when I start losing. I, I can't 
I can't uh, control my breathing during a contest. So, right. uh, so, so, so in between, I, uh, I, I really have to be on top of it. And do you work out aside from the like the hot dog curls you're doing with your uh, biceps? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I, I run and I, I actually got the Peloton, but yeah. uh, is it, so yeah, I, I definitely put some put some effort into it. But uh, dude, getting old sucks. It's yeah. so much it's it's so much easier to gain the weight, so much harder to lose it, and I uh, it's just easier for me to make sure that I I don't put it on. Well, listen, you're still at the top of your game. Like I said, yeah, why why stop now? Why even think of consider stopping? No one's in the rearview mirror right now. I don't wanna I don't wanna give you overconfidence here, but you're going for number 14, right? This this Sunday, July 4th. Yeah, it's going down. Uh, my doctor gave me the okay. Every, every, my, I'm, I'm healthy and I'm, I'm just gonna push it to the limit. <laughs> I've seen some of those guys. There's no way they're getting a, a doctor's okay. So, some of your competitors. <laughs> no, seriously, my doctor's like, she's like, oh, well, whatever you're doing, it's better than getting into a boxing ring. And I was like, all right, we're on. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. All right, Joey Chestnut, thanks so much for joining us. July 4th, Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Check him out there. Bet the over. Thank you. Nine.